This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Whether or not you got a coach from Watford, be it a Harry Potter one or non-branded, from a Watford perspective, that was an utter shit show, wasn't it? An utter no-show. Um, let's be. Let's start where we kind of should start. Rivalry, regardless. There, we've got a club who last October we've. I think it's fair to say humiliated um, at the Vic have gone away, licked their wounds. They've had a change of manager inflicted on them. They've gone and got one of our, one of our three managers so far this season. And they've pulled themselves up by the absolute, you know, (laughs) Oh, crikey. I'm I'm not even with it, but bootstraps, they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps and, and got on with it. And they posed as problems today. And we posed absolutely no threat to them whatsoever. Um, congratulations, Rob Edwards. Congratulations, Luton Town. You deserve it. And we've got to say that first and foremost. Um, and apologies, because this is going to start, I'm sure, looking inward. We're going to have to take a look at, at, at Watford and obviously the responses on the five-word reviews. But first of all, well done. Well deserved. A club with lesser means than Watford have had over many years. And you've pulled yourselves up to where you are. And yes, any Luton Town fans have you know listening, you've got no idea how much it hurts to say that. And even of those of us who saw this going potentially in this direction because of the, the fact that 
what you saw today was one team turn up with a game plan and another team turn up seemingly hoping to improvise through some kind of performance. Anybody who knows anything about football knows that the you know good players have good decision-making skills. Now, that's great. But as a manager and as a coach, what you've got to try to do is bring those moments where a decision has to be made down to a minimum with a game plan so that when the ball comes into you, whether or not you're Carlton Morris or Adebayo up front, or in our case, Davis, when the ball comes in and you've got a big, ugly centre-back on your back, you know where players are going to be supporting you. That doesn't happen with us. We don't get up and support. We don't have an idea about where players are going to be. We don't seem to have a game plan. Quite what the, the coaches have been doing this week last week, last month, last year, go back to 2019, if you will, I have no idea. Many people have commented that the coaches are working under not only a restricted level of time for their involvement, but are also told how to play. Um, there's been some comments, if you listen to the uh, the podcast last week, where we, uh, we we went through and reviewed some some people's comments was that one of the uh, disasters under the Pozzo era has been that the, uh, the the fitness data is set to 1985 in Italy uh, and the game has sped up and we need to have fitter, quicker, more robust players. And you saw that in the performances today because no disrespect to Luton whatsoever, their team has been put together on a, on a pittance in comparison to ours and yet their team is far more than the sum of its parts. Ours is considerably less so. I'm sure I'm going to get to ranting on my own, but this isn't about me ranting. Do, do excuse me. That was cathartic, if nothing else. But other people have been to the game. They have journeyed in buses. They have uh, been watching it, like myself, remotely, so I could come and do this. So this is about your opinions, guys, not just about ours, not just about mine. But I wanted to come out and say fair play to them, as much as that hurts. But let's go. Let's turn to Rich. Rich, sir, what, well, what are your thoughts and feelings? Well, let, let's just put it this way. I mean, you've, your club now, our club now, that's, that, it, doesn't get any, it doesn't get any worse. It doesn't get, any, it doesn't get much more bottom than this. I mean, you know, you've got 800-odd fans giving tickets today. You guys getting back on the coaches, listen to this. Um, if you've, I'm sure you've not applauded them off. I'm not, you're not stupid. You're the hardcore fans. But you're the hardcore fans that need to start fucking waking up and shouting and screaming and getting this football club back. I apologise for my language, but it needs it. This club is a mess. It's a game of biggest rivals, arguably a must-win game. Well, not arguably, a must-win game to keep your season alive. They've been outworked, outperformed. We were utter and complete garbage. It's a disgrace. It's, And I'm bloody angry because it's not... You know, we've not been. I'm, I'm, this is going to sound disingenuous towards Luton. That isn't a great side. God help them if they get promoted. I wish them well. I've got no issues with it now. Mm-hmm. I wish Rob Ebbs was well, but he's built a unity in a team. And that's what we were meant to be doing at the beginning of the season. That's what we were meant to be promised at the beginning of the season. I want Duxbury out of this fucking club. I want Pozzo out of this effing club. It is time to take our football club back. Wake up, Watford fans, for crying out loud. 1881, whoever, wherever you are, tend to... Ten to bloody three on Friday, Good Friday. Get up in that upper GT and just bloody let the uh, you know peacefully, but bloody and 
ag- angrily let that board know what we're going through. It's a disgrace. Wilder's come in. He, he, apparently, it's Billage's fault he wasn't being trained. Now, Wilder's come in. He's had two weeks. There's no training. There is no cohesion. There's no pattern of play. We're playing with a lump up front on his own constantly. We're 1-0 down. We're still got, it's still technically in the game with minutes to go. And we've still not put another centre-forward up front with Davis. We take him off. Yes, he ain't great. Pedro, what was that performance all about? Absolute bloody <sighs> disgrace. But apparently, SARS the problem. You know, it's just, it's enough, enough, Pete. It's got, something has got to change. You know, you cannot just sit there and watch this anymore. It is a disgrace. We've not put two passes together. There's nobody hungry on that pitch. With it. The odd one, Jeremy at right back, he's trying his hardest, he's limited, but he did his best, he gets hooked. You know, it's just unbelievable what we're putting out there at the moment. It's a disgrace. I don't. We've got a midfield that can't do anything. Kone, missing in action. Loser, missing yep. in action. Sorry, it's not good enough. We've got to sort it out. And, and you know, I, I just despair of it. And I just, well, the club is drifting into oblivion. Wake up, guys. Not only are we going to be in the championship next year, we're going to be in for a relegation battle next year because, God help us, if you guys don't sort it out and get up. I'm 57. You know, I've said it before. I'm one of the older generation. You know, I'll, do, I'll join any protest what you like, but it's up to you guys. You, you youngsters or you're the middle-aged people that are going there and paying your hard-earned money. You've paid bloody 15 quid to jump on a, a coach having to travel to Watford, half of your passing loot, and to come back up there. You paid 15 quid. They're laughing at you. They are absolutely taking the piss out of us. It is time to sort something out. Now, you know, I've still got the passion, but I'm, I'm losing it. I can't be bothered with it anymore, and it's a disgrace. And I'm, I apologise again, Pete, for the language, but honestly, wake up, people. Wake up. Rich, the fact that you still apologise for your language is a triumph of hope over adversity. Basically, let's be honest, because we'll swear like the fucking troopers today. Yeah. Everybody, if you want to go for it, you go for it. Make Rich feel better. Rich, thank you, sir, as always. And look... It doesn't matter whether you agree or disagree. I think today, probably most people are going to be venting. And I, let's be honest, I can't really blame them because uh, I, I, I made my wife jump a couple of times just by shouting, would you fucking press the ball? Because we didn't press the ball. The one thing Luton do is they press the ball. They work hard. They come and don't let you have the ball in in there, you know, at any point comfortably. Um, you know, it says everything that if at any point in that game you had some kind of metric by who do you think is most likely to score in the next 30 seconds, whether we had the ball or they had the ball, the answer was Luton Town because we looked absolutely flimsy in in possession of the ball because they were pressing us. And when they had the ball, we just basically let them do a, a far, far, far too much on their own because we stood off of them all the time. Absolutely ridiculous. Let's go to uh, let's go to um, probably probably I would suggest uh, the soon to be owner of a Courtney Hawes um, uh, shirt, Mister Mister Greg Thieker Wendoverhorn. Are, are you on the buses, sir? Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the coaches with a few of your regulars. Alex is here with me and, and a few of the others. 
Uh, Rich, I can assure you, these fans that went away told the team exactly what they thought of them. They told them exactly what they thought of them. Uh, the majority were shouting, get off the pitch, you're not fit to wear the shirt, go away, we've had enough. No clapping, no no happy clappers. It was, and I'll carry on with the, the, the language, it was, fuck off you lot, you are an absolute, absolute not fit to wear yeah. a shirt. We came up against a team today of, I would say, inferior players, but were committed and in for the battle and fought for everything and hustled and yep. bustled and were physical and cared. None of our arseholes cared today. Abs- absolute, don't know what they're doing and it's a disgrace. But I can assure Rich, the players were rightly told what we thought of them. They were they were told. They were told. And Hamza even looked at us and, and waved his hand as if, oh, we tried type of thing. Well, I don't think you tried. Any of you, I don't think you tried. I thought loser was a disgrace. How many times did loser lose the football? How many misplaced passes were there? All afternoon, how many misplaced passes were there? Remember the one where Ferreira's get, getting the ball and he's bombing on? Could have played a beautiful pass through. Under hit it. All afternoon, misplaced, disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. This club doesn't need a reboot. It needs a new bloody hard drive. It needs, it needs absolutely, I think Uncle said last week, an enema. Well, it needs a new hard drive and it needs going again because I would say all of this coach has had enough. Had enough. And Sorry. is that a Harry Potter coat? Is that a Harry Potter coat today or a non-brand coat? <laughs> Can you hear that, mate? Can you hear that? You know, yeah, no, what we're, was that we're, for? We're, we're not on a Harry fucking Potter coach. We're on some other stupid coach that doesn't, doesn't let us off to have a piss. But, um, yeah. I, I, look, add enough. You're a, dis- you're a disgrace, Watford Football Club. You don't care. Uh, you need whatever you need. You need Ben Manga. If he's if he is the man, you need Ben Manga to get in and recruit some players around a system that we want to play. And he's going to have to bring some British players in in the, in the summer because there's a lot of British players out of contract. We're going to have to look and see who's who is out of contract, and we're going to have to wheel and deal in the summer because this lot are fucking not good enough, and they're a fucking disgrace, and they're fucking not fit to wear the fucking shirt. Fucking hell. Sounds about right. Yeah. Greg, yeah. Greg, you, you get back to uh, to everybody on the coach. Yeah. And, uh, I think Alex will, Alex will come on in a minute. I think we're going to be getting his uncle on very, very soon indeed. All so, right, look, mate. They, yeah. Okay. There, there he goes. There he goes, Greg. Looking forward to, I'm sure, receiving... Uh, Paying 50 good English pounds for a Courtney Hall's uh, not match-worn shirt, because I don't even think there is such a thing, but who knows. Aiden, sir, if you want to hit your uh, your mic button, and then you can come on and tell us what you think of today's uh, events. Let's call it a lot, shall we? Fuck. Aiden, how you doing? It's a fucking disgrace, really. Honestly, though, if I told you at the start of the season we would hire Rob Edwards, he'd get sacked after 11 games and one losses, he would go to Luton, and then he would beat us 2-0, what would you say? It'll be it's fucking laughable, really. Nobody put in any fucking effort, really. It's a piss take, genuine piss take. Nobody was putting in effort. We weren't good enough, really. They outplayed us completely. 
Why did we take Davies off? Why did we put Asombolonga on? What was the fucking plan from the start? None of them care. Honestly, I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> Laughable. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it comes down to, I mean, we have to say, you know, and I'm sorry, but we do, that you, as you just said there, they deserved it and we absolutely didn't. You know, you saw, you, we, you saw, in a way, what we saw the other week against QPR, which was, you know, a tight ground, a, you know, a team and a club and a fan base united and actually what that can do. Now, unlike QPR, who hadn't won for 19 games at the time, Luton have been on a very, very good run, incredibly impressive away record. And, you know, the home record has been about middling. Well, Today, they looked unified. They looked, um, you know, they looked cohesive. There was a game plan. We just we just looked to seemingly just have, we'll go with a back three. Be interesting to see what you think about the back three. You then change it to a four in the end to try to change it. But everything, just the moment we got the ball, nobody had a clue seemingly as to what they were going to do with it, which was absolutely chalk and cheese in comparison to the opposition who had a game plan, knew what it was. Uh, and as a number of people have said, they've been playing three five two under previously Nathan Jones. They know what they should be doing. There's clearly been some refinement. Um, if you listen to either of the um, the preview shows, there's been a lot of refinement under under uh, under Rob Edwards, and uh, and they seem to be uh, a, a very happy camp. Suffice to say, we are not. What, what were your What were your thoughts on the back three and back four, or anything else you wanted to mention, Aiden? I, I, honestly, I, I don't know, and I don't care. We sh- <sighs> that get it just annoyed me to the point. I I kind of switched off after one nil. I was still watching it, but honestly. I just stopped really giving a fuck. I knew once 1-0, once they scored, I knew it would be difficult to get back into it. And then look at that. They get a corner in, what, the 91st, 92nd minute? Look, there we go. Another goal. Boom. 2-0. No effort. No, they just weren't putting in any effort. I don't get why Ngakia came off, really. I thought he looked decent compared to everyone else, which doesn't really say much and doesn't really take much effort. But, you know, I just... I thought I thought who and Porteous were okay to a standard but honestly it's terrible from everyone especially the front the f- Jao Pedro put no effort in today I thought I thought Sar looked a bit shaky when he came on but then again I don't I don't know he, he's going to be off in the summer isn't he I think Jao Pedro he, he'll, he'll probably be off well, the same. I, well, th- this this feels a little bit like to me like the Crystal Palace game last year when we went down. Obviously, we're not going down, but it's it's certainly the end of the season, and uh, and and uh, our, our Luton cousins up the road will be uh, will <laughs> will be highly delighted as they down several several thousand points. I should imagine in the Greater Luton area, yes. um, that the, they've effectively you know just just put the nail in the coffin. I mean, I think I think our season was over about three weeks ago, but. Let's face it. That's 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 gone and yeah. just gone and done. And I think they're now up and level with Middlesbrough. Oh. I mean, that is there is there is an example here, and there is a lesson to be learned about a club being cohesive, being coherent, and being planned in what in what it does, rather than changing eleven coaches over over the course of four years. I mean, how can we anything else? It's, it's just lunacy. I think the management of how this club has been run has been terrible. Why? We shouldn't have slapped Rob Edwards in the first place. What, one loss? 11 matches? Really? 
It, it was three. It was three if you include the cup game. He had two in the league. He had two defeats in the league, and he had um, and he had uh, uh, one against MK Dons. But I mean, you yeah. can argue whether or not that counts but, in the league or not. But, but uh, still, I, he should have had more time. He should not have been given the chance to go to Luton. He's a good manager. He did wonders at Forest Green Rovers. And now, look, he came to us. He was an exciting young manager, which really could have put us back on the map. But look, no, we sack him. We, we sack him. And then he goes to our biggest rivals. And look, now they've just been twatted 2-0. It's, it's a disgrace, really. I don't know what to say. This club needs to... Pozzo needs to sell up, I think. And I think there needs to be massive rebuilds. And I think fans need to start speaking up as well. But that's, that's all I've got to say, really. Okay, Aidan. Thank you, sir. No, appreciate you're going to be. Uh, everybody's going to be licking their wounds tonight. Um, uh, this this side of the uh, of, of the bed's heart's border. So that's that's just going to buy the bed. Uh, John, sir. John. Yeah. John. Hello. Hello, sir. I think the last time we spoke to you, I, I think you were on the way back from Swansea, and we're probably in yeah. no better a mood. I didn't um, go today. I didn't go today because I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, we're with you. We're with you. You, you, you yeah, say I your mean, piece, sir. I mean, no one should renew their fucking season ticket. That's the only fucking way that we're going to get through to them. That is it. That's all I've got to say, really. I'm, I'm not renewing my bloody season ticket, watching that shite. And, until the Potsos have gone, all of them except Porteous have gone, and we get a fucking half-decent manager. Personally, I think we should get Deeney in as a coach with someone like Keith Birkinshaw to help him. And, you know, I, I'm fed up with getting getting wound up by these cunts. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'll call them geese, right? They are... <laughs> absolute... oh, I think that bunch one's of... out of the bag now, but that's fine. Go on. A uh, bunch of langers, the whole lot of them. And I'm sick to death of them. And I just don't need this shit in my life anymore. Do you know what I mean? It, I fuck them. I'm not renewing it. I'm not going again. You know, and I love the club. I fucking love the club so fucking much. It's given me so much over my life. And to see what it's become, it's just so fucking depressing. And, you know, you know, and I don't want to depress people, but, I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm not depressing people. The fucking club are doing that. And I just don't know where we... Well... You know, it, they, everything, it just needs, the whole thing needs to change. And what more can you say, really? We've been saying all season, people have been phoning in, and it's the same every bloody week. And, you know, we've all just had enough. And these players, um, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, I, don't, I don't know, do they really, are they that fucking shit that they... Don't give a fuck anymore. I mean, because that's that's what that's all I can see. And you know, I, I fucking love this club, but I'm not I'm not going again till till the whole fucking thing is it needs a fucking enema, this club. Fucking and fucking Pozzo, I'll fucking give him a fucking enema, the fucking cunt. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, I just, that... Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking John, 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 anybody who has listened to this for any period of time whatsoever is not one, you know, please, if, if you're offended by this language, please turn off because you're going to probably be getting... Hi, this is Amin Abdi and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Podcast. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Getting a lot more of it. But the, what we get here is genuine, genuine responses to where we are. Good for good and for bad. We don't hide at any point. That's kind of where we are. We all know that what, what, what that is. You know, supporting a team at any given point can be excruciating or can be, you know, ecstasy. See yeah. Luton Town down in the down in the fucking conference for details. They're now on their uppers because they've they've had people who've gone in, had a plan, stuck to the plan, and there's something sticking to a plan. That wouldn't that be a thing? Um, but the, the 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 message here, if anybody from the club at any point is listening, is the level of disenfranchisement that you are getting from supporters of long standing. Um, you know, and and you know, season ticket holders saying, "I'm not going to be renewing because this is this is absolutely rudderless." It, there's there's I mean, no even, sign of anybody showing the level of effort and commitment that the people who got up, who live about ten miles from Kenilworth Road, to drive to Vicarage Road to get there and realise they've got to go to Luton on a Harry fucking Potter bus. You know, I mean, it, this this shit just writes itself, and then travel back to that, and then do the re- reverse journey. We didn't see. A level of it's not about effort and running around today, but we didn't see that anything had been actually exerted in terms of trying to get a game plan to combat everything that we knew that that Luton were going to do. If you listen to either of the preview shows, you would have known they were going to press us up high. So what do we do? We we we, we try and play the ball. I mean, there was one point where um, uh, oh crikey, Kam- uh, not Kamara, Hamza Chowdhury was on the edge of the D with his back to goal, two players on him. And no options the way he was facing. And Backman gave him the go, the ball. And it was like, oh, shit. Every time we had it, it was like a hot potato. It was like it was a bomb ready to go off. Every time they got it, they had movement off the ball. They had coherence. They had a, uh, an area where they could play the ball into for runners. That's simply coherence. It's what a football club should be about. And we've had four years now, four years. Um, and I appreciate the, we can turn around and say the second place in the in the pandemic year. We weren't there to see that. So that was also, you know, that's four years of total frustration and three, three and a half years of that has been total incoherence. Absolutely incoherent. John, thank you, sir. You've, you've, you've more than uh, adequately uh, articulated your thoughts and I think the thoughts of, of a lot of people there. Um, let's, I'll bring in Carl just after, after I go to Nick because Nick is, I think Nick is in New Zealand. Nick, sir. That is correct. Are you there? That is correct, mate. We've, I'm here. It's, we've it's 3 a.m. in New Zealand. We've got New Zealand, everybody. That's the best thing about the day so far. I've, Nick, I've stayed up what, late, you, what did you see? I've to watch an absolute shambles, mate. <laughs> Oh, I came home mate. from a night. I, oh. out, mate. I was having a very good time tonight. I was out, and I was like, you know what? I got to be home in time. I got to be home in time to watch this game. <laughs> and look what happened. I unfortunately I only had the pleasure of watching the second half. But if the second half is anything to go by, the first half wasn't much better. So, mate. Oh no, it, no, it was it, it was a carbon copy. 
if you didn't know it was a derby, you wouldn't know. Man, absolutely no fight from the Watford players. I mean, look, there was a one what right at the end, 94th minute, I think there was a bit, of, a bit of a scuffle at the end, finally showing some fucking passion. I mean, before then, you wouldn't know it was a derby, right? Ridiculous. Honestly, ridiculous. <laughs> Man, I've been looking forward to this all week. I've been looking forward to this derby all week. It's that, you know, Watford Luton, it's got to be a good game, right? It's got to be good. The players, surely, they surely, after a fucking shambles of a couple of performances last few weeks, you think surely they're going to show up. But here we are, mate. 2-0, absolute shambles. Nothing. Who, who are our players usually provide us a bit of spark? Jao, Espria, Loser, nothing. Nothing from all of them. Waste of time. It's 3 a.m., mate. I got church in the morning. Waste of time. Should have gone to bed. <laughs> oh, mate, mate, 3 a.m. and he's made a call in from New Zealand, everybody. Can I just say, I don't know, we, we, we're probably not going to have a poll for Man of the Match, but if I have a poll, it, it's Nick, because he's up at 3 o'clock watching that shite all the way through and then giving us a call. Nick, lovely to hear from you, sir, because we get to speak to you on the uh, on the group chat sometimes, so lovely to, to have you there. Carl, say hello to Nick. Hello, Nick. Hello, How are fellas. you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Good. Good. I'm enjoying this, mate. I'm enjoying the community uh, here, but uh, well, apart from the game. Well, Nick, bro. Nick, just just to express my disappointment, I'm I'm on a bus sponsored by Harry Potter, and I'm travelling yeah, through. I, mate, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm travelling through Luton yeah. as we speak. Yeah, yeah. I had to pay the bus to watch the game on Hive Live. I can't imagine you guys having to go on the bus, Harry Potter bus. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult. Shame. It's a difficult one. <laughs> Right, Nick. Nick, sir, you get off to uh, you get off to bed so that you can get up for the morning your time, which is in about, about six hours, four mate. hours, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, mate. L- lovely to hear from you. Let's get. You, hopefully, we can get you in on another time as well because that would be great to hear from you. Oh, smashing stuff! Look, there, there goes there goes Nick Newland, who is our man of the match, most definitely. Carlos, you're on you're on the Harry Potter bus. Yes. All right, literally. Dis- literally. Describe, dis- <laughs> describe, yeah, describe the atmosphere. Uh, it's uh, frustrated, frustrated atmosphere, definitely. Um, we we we're gutless, aren't we? Absolutely gutless. We've got we've got nothing to offer. Uh, the, the season rested pretty much on this game, and, and we've we've done nothing with it. Absolutely nothing with it. And we're we're now on a we're now on a Harry Potter bus out to the M1. So it, 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 Hogwarts Express, it doesn't get much worse than that. No, Justin, are you are you on a Harry Potter bus or are you on a, a non-branded bus? No, I made the decision not to go on a Harry Potter bus, so I'm on a normal bus. Chicken, chicken yeah, well, yeah, I was, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, we're at the front, we're on the very front bus, so, uh, yeah, we seem to be doing about three miles have, an hour. Have, have, So have you got in and out of Luton without incident? Um, so far, yes. Um, I'm a sign, and that can fuck off. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, yeah. What, what a shite day. I mean, the thing is, Pete. At the beginning of the season, the excuse was square pegs in round holes, and then it was we've got no midfield because they're all injured, and then it was oh well, Village isn't getting the tune out of this team. Where do the excuses stop? When when do we realise that we're just not good enough in this division? We haven't got the players. We haven't got the board, and we really are going to start again next season. That was absolutely horrendous to watch. I've got to say. I, I don't know how it looks on TV, but from where I was standing, that was horrible. Oh, it was it was it was pathetic, to be quite frank. And I appreciate we're looking at this through through yellow lenses. You know, the uh, the, the other side will be looking at this and seeing what they allowed us to do, which was very little. 
you know, we didn't, and we don't think we've ever threatened to do it. And I think that they shut us down better than an awful lot of teams that that we've played this season. They looked, they looked coherent. They looked planned. They looked, they looked like they wanted to outwork us. But every team we've played in the last six months that I can think of has outworked us. The one thing you've got to do is just the price of entry is turn up and and match the work rate of the opposition. I'm not saying they don't run. I'm not saying somebody like Chowdhury doesn't put in a shift, but every single one of those players has to put in the shift and be combative and make sure it's 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 difficult for them. Um, you know, we had Pedro today versus Adebayo. Which one of those players looks like a potential 50 million player? I'll tell you now. And he came from Walsall. You know, he didn't. The, the the Pedro we had was not basically put into a position where he was harnessed within a game plan, which was excruciating, absolutely excruciating. Right, we all know where we're going to go here, guys. And by the way, I do. I can see there's a couple of Luton fans, guys. No, no disrespect to you guys. I appreciate you want to come on and say whatever, um, and I appreciate it. We're probably not going to do that because we've got too many Watford fans want to come on and and basically say what you'll probably say anyway. So, uh, so. I appreciate you're going to be hanging out there trying to trying to listen. Be 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 happy to listen. Even try and stay requested if you want. But I'm not I'm not going to be bringing you in. So I don't want to waste your time. Well done, guys. Congratulations today. You've done it, and uh, and we're we're more than happy to uh, to call it out when you've done well. And you most certainly have. We have not. We'll have the wailing and gnashing and teeth continuing by going across to Florida and speaking to Uncle Ron. Uncle Uncle, I'm sure you are going to have one or two things to say. Off you go. Well, they're bastards, Peter. From from owner <laughs> to players, no, they're bastards. We shouldn't we shouldn't uh, tiptoe around it, and, and this word should be used. They're bastards from owner to players. Uh, he has created a monster. It is a monster of a football club. They are overpaid far more compared to their peers in this division. It is easy street. They had a a holiday camp to Spain. Quite recently, they are uh, travel. They travel by private jet to many away games. The owner does not care. The money going out of this football club, forty-four million on other expenses last season. Other expenses. That's not wages, and that's not transfer fees. So we need it's, to know it, what that is to start with. It's described. It's described. Sorry, because if anybody doesn't know, last night. Um, Pretty much last knockings of the thirty first of March, the uh, the uh, the accounts were released, and in each of the breakdown in terms of our turnover and then the items that go against it are the various expenses. Um, one of those lines is called other operating expenses, so it goes on in it, on top of wages and salary and uh, uh, dilapidation like amortization and other stuff. And the, the the thing that Ron is talking about is there is a there is a line called other operating expenses for the last two years. That's been twenty nine million and twenty seven and a half million. Last uh, not last season, the season before last, because these accounts finish last July. It went up to forty four million. 247,000. So that's quite that's quite an up, but there's a lot of stuff to go through that and I'm going to be going through with with Carl and Justin kind of uh, doing a doing a recording where I sit there and talk them through this exciting stuff. If that's for you, you can look out for our finance special. So we talk about it, but it is a rather inexplicable uh, amount to have gone up. There are, I have to say, some things that go in the other direction. So we'll we'll talk about it all in all in fullness. But yep, We'll get to that in the fullness of time. Today and the issues in terms of on the football pitch, though, Ron, it's, um, it, it, it felt rudderless and feckless, did it not? 
Well, they don't care. They don't care. At one point towards the end of the game, Sombolonga wins a header. There's not one Watford player within 10 yards. But the owner is a coward and Scott Duxbury is a coward. And I know they're talking about this meeting, but I don't believe it's happening before the end of the season. They need to hold it next week or two weeks' time at the stadium and hear from people because they're, they are cowards. They're rotten. They're smug bastards who don't care. They do not care about me. They do not care about you. They don't care about any other Watford fans. 970,000 Scott, the Duxbury salary. But it's irrelevant. It's the owner has to sell the club. He's a coward. He hides away. And what is he running the club for? It is not for the benefit of the team is not for the benefit of the team because we are not a team. We don't have a tenth of the heart of Luton Town. Not a tenth of the heart. And the Luton Town directors are Luton Town fans. Gary Sweet, their, their chairman, is a long-term Luton Town fan. Gino Pozzo is not a Watford fan. Make no mistake, he's not a Watford fan. What is he running the club for? They're scumbags. We are the scum. We are the scum, not Luton Town. Not us, the club. Not us, the supporters. But the club. And they don't care. And people need to abuse them. Next game, they need to be abused (laughs) running out onto the pitch. They need to be abused. Well, there we go. And obviously, when, when Ron says abuse, he means verbally. He does not mean physically or via social media. He means the fact that um, the support should let the players know. That's always been his point. And I appreciate that people's, uh, you know, tempers are going to be, you know, kind of fragile here. Temperatures are running high. It's fair enough. Let's go to Peter. Uh, Peter, so if you hit your mic button and uh, and then you can let us know what you think of proceedings or, or comments that have been made thus far for good or for bad. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Can you hear me? Yes, we got you loud and clear, mate. Loud and clear. Yes, yeah, so I'm called lovely. I I love the language. <laughs> I love the the expression. And I love the passion from everybody so far. And I'm going to give my my little Go piece uh, right now. So right now I'm um, so I'm I live in Croatia. I live in Splits. I've lived in Croatia for about I don't know twenty twenty three years. A lifelong Watford fan. Um, and I started the unofficial Watford Croatia supporters club which was basically just, just me and my two daughters we did i've done nothing else but i've just keep i just keep saying it i say it to my daughters and then obviously billich who's from splits became yep. the manager that made me that made us it made us all smile for for a while um today well until this morning we were three me and my two daughters not my ex-wife she never was in there in, in that in that um Mix and now Tem- we are only one. Just me. <laughs> I didn't give her a badge. She didn't. She didn't. Well, she didn't want the badge. All the sticker. Um, she gets she, all the pencil. But um, but the thing is, <laughs> right now, obviously, Potsos they don't listen. They're not listening to to the fans. They're not listening to how we feel. They don't. Obviously, they don't care. They're not really. They don't care. They care about the money. They care about the business. They they see it as a business. And on one side of things, that's a good thing, right? Because it is. It is football still is a business. But obviously, number one above that is is is, is the communities, the fans, is what Watford created, right? So my my question really to you and everybody listening is: It now the time to stand up? Is it now the time to 
to, to take action because essentially over the last couple of years, we, you know, the, the pots are, they are predictable. We know what's going to happen. We know when we're not playing well, which is far too often the case, what's going to happen. Games go past, who's out, manager, new one in. Is it going to change things? Maybe the first few games and then and then it's a struggle. And then now it hasn't paid off. Clearly, we, we're going to we're looking for second year in the championship. And, and and again, my question is, is it now the time to do something? Because if we don't, again, listen, I'm, I'm in Croatia. I get back to a couple of games a year. Rotherham game, I was out 1-1, I think it was. Yep. Um, Billich last game, again, 1-1. I haven't seen him one for, for, for a while. But is it is it now the time to kind of to do something, to let to really let the Ponsos know, listen, we, 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 it's our club. It's it's it will always be our club, and is it time for us to do something not drastic, but really to show? Listen, uh, you care about Potters care about the money. We care about the club and and the money and everything moving forward. But 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 they have to listen to us because they never they never they're not listening to us. When was the last time? I don't. I can't. I'm I'm looking on. I've looked on on YouTube quite a few times for an interview or, you know, the voice of Mr. Pozzo. I haven't heard him. <laughs> well, what does he well, sound Pete, like? Pete, 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 you, you <laughs> won't necessarily be, um, uh, have seen this, but um, after the QPR game, um, we, uh, we started a, a thing called Palacci Gino, which was basically saying, talk to us. Uh, and, in fairness, and it, it, it surprised us the following week, we got contacted to say, Right, look in the um, look out for the uh, Scott Duxbury's program notes for the Wigan game, where he basically said he had got an agreement for Gino to attend an event in the summer. Now that was the, that was the stated date. There, you'd have heard Ron earlier on saying, "Why isn't it in two weeks or when will it be?" And, and I'm not here as an apologist for the Potsos in any way, shape, or form. But I, and I mentioned it after the Wigan game. Um, if you listen to the second, because we always kind of release these as podcasts for everybody, but they they can they can go on for a couple of hours on occasions. So I release them in two parts, and I deliberately put it so that my rant i won't call it a monologue um was, was at the start talking about what what had happened and the fact that look this is what we're trying to do effectively they had turned around and said well we tried to do it last time and we made a bit of a cods of it they did they absolutely did um over to you you go and try and organize yourselves so we are trying to get something organized for we we imagine at the moment um you know and there will be there will be some messaging coming out so do be looking out for it but i imagine it's most likely going to be in june um, is when it's going to go on because, uh, you know, we would have hoped that we would have been looking to try to keep, keep the club working towards a promotion. But obviously after today, that's not the case. So that's when it's likely to be. What that will allow us to do, and we will be communicating to everybody to let them know how we're going to be doing this, we will be trying to canvas literally everybody. And that will include the groups, you know, all of the, you know, so, you know, Croatia, Croatian Hornets, for example, but all of the other groups internationally to try to canvas what we know are going to be, there's going to be a whole host of questions that everybody wants answered. And we're going to want those probably, and I, this is me talking off the top of my head. So this is subject to change people. We're probably going to be saying, look, let's get these canvas in terms of the num the order that we're asking for, for everybody. And also what is the question that you might want to ask, you know, if we can, 
We can't ask 38,000 questions if we're canvassing everybody who was at the FA Cup, but we can certainly get a bloody good representation and then get a conversation with the man. And now I've said beforehand, that doesn't make us pro or out, Pozzo. That's why we called it Parlacci Gino. Talk to us because we need to talk to the man to find out what's happening and to put those conversations together. I like together. that. For exactly, like the that. Reason, exactly the reason you just mentioned there, Pete. So, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. hijack your call. That's, okay, that's what like we've got it. to look to. Yeah, I like that, and I like the I like the fact that you know we 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 need this communication, open communication. So when things are going not so great, together we're in it together, right? And so this, and when things are going great, we're in it together, right? But but exactly. it completely, you know, a good leader. What does a good leader do? Listen, listen to his employees, listen to the teams, listen to to things when you know things that he might not want to hear. And I'm sure, so there are you know a whole bunch of things he doesn't want to hear, which is which is fine, right? But as as a, as a leader to go forward we need he needs to hear those things directly constructively strategically and then together that will hopefully help him and, and the people around him and manga and everybody else just to kind of say okay well, listen well, you know together we can we can at least try to make this work you know i'd love to see the, these kind of forums sort of regular forums regular um, moments throughout the season, um, you know, where everybody gets together, everybody can 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 voice their opinion in 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 a way which is constructive, and I say that uh, meaningfully constructive, so that so that everybody can listen to to ideas and things that because I mean clearly managers in and out that's some would say that has been that's been working at maybe outside of the club right because we've gone up we've kind of gone up yo-yoed a bit and but now it's clearly not working but clearly it doesn't even even though it might be working or not for us as a community from well how i'm feeling and, and i guess how many feel as well it doesn't it doesn't feel good we don't do we want this is that the type of club we've we want and listening to so many i've never had a season ticket right but i can imagine if i did if i ever had one season ticket i'd be just as pissed off and just as frustrated as as many of the callers that we've had on today well peter thank you so much for that we don't we don't really care whether or not people are local or they are remote, or they are season ticket holders, or anyway. I'll tell you what everybody is. Everybody is on this call, uh, with the exception of the occasional Luton Town supporter who are enjoying, obviously, today, and a big hello to We Are Luton Town, as always. Um, it's, it's basically everybody here is emotional stakeholders in this club, in exactly the same way as Luton are and the Luton fans are in theirs. That's who owns it spiritually, if you will. Christ almighty, I know I sound trite here, right? And I appreciate the ownership financially is the one that counts. But it means that that's what matters. And that's why we, we need to try to get everybody involved. Where we would like to get to, or where I would like us to get to, is if you look at a number of clubs, and I've got no idea if I'm talking about Luton here, they may or they may not have this. But if you go and look at Stoke, or you go and look at Wolverhampton, they have things called, um, it's like... Um, uh, a fan, oh, no, not fans forum that's been used before and not well, but like almost like a supporters committee or a fans committee and a fan engagement panel where they have a group of people who are elected over a periodic amount of time to go and be people who interface with the club and talk to them. And they talk to them about everything from, you know, we're thinking about banning flasks. Do you think that's a good idea or not? To, you know, we're putting the prices up or we're not putting the prices up or any of the elements that impact on us, but also obviously how things are going because you want the club to be represented by the fans. Fans need to be involved at the very 
epicenter of our club. Because if you do that, you get what the team in orange were doing today. You get a team and a club that's coherent and it got nothing to do with facilities. It's got nothing to do with the lovely you know, ground that we have and the fact that it's a four-sided ground, thanks to Gino Pozzo and the, and the Pozzo family. It's aside from that. It's aside from the, uh, from the facilities that we have or the nice training ground we have. It's about a culture. It's about an identity. It's about a togetherness. And by utilising that, you go forward rather than having – all of the different stakeholders, emotional, financial, football and sporting or otherwise, all rowing in different directions. We can't go on like that. We need to try to heal as fundamentally. And we don't want to have to hit the, uh, you know, the, 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 the recesses of the, of the conference in order to do so. Let's go to Henry. Let's go to Henry. Sorry, guys. I've been a yakking as always. Henry, sir. I apologise. I just went on one of my rants. What, what are your thoughts from today? Sir? No, honestly, mate. Um, honestly, I, I'm all right with that. Um, I just want to talk about being a fan in general of the club. So, Go on, mate. Um, I'm sixteen. I'm sixteen years old. I'm I'm a quite a young fan in general, and I haven't been following the club for long. But I've been a season ticket oh. since 2014. So, for me to experience well something um, like this is quite significant because obviously we've had big games such as well Liverpool in 2020, for example, an FA Cup final, and then to transition from that to days like this is a bit is a bit as a fan, it's, it's, it's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's completely different to what yeah. I experienced. And I've only started us like properly following us away since last season. And it's just us as fans and like just normal working class people in general. We yeah. we spend countless amounts of money just to watch the same shit every week. Like me in total, I go with my mate every week. I've spent easily about five hundred quid this 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 year on just going to games and away games every week yep so to just to see performances like that is just a bit embarrassing and just sort of just frying just sh- It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.